Welcome back. How you doing, handsome? Good, taxi. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? Uh, same shit, different day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel like that's uh, everybody these days. You know what? We made it through June, which as Mets fans is the Met biggest hurdle. Yeah. So I guess we're all right. We're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the the Mets' first winning first um, winning June since June. 2012. Yep. Yeah, in 10 years. So that's sad. Yeah, take it. <clears throat> Definitely take it. It just means this collapse is gonna really fucking hurt. Well, <laughs> um, well, for first. You know, let's get to this, uh, you know, I don't even know what to call it. I don't even, like, I don't even know the validity of any of this. The whole Freddie Freeman little issue that's going on these days. Um, Well, it's a bunch of he said, he said, they said, we said. So, so Freddie had his, his first, you know, homecoming. First game's back in Atlanta. First yep. game's back in Atlanta. We're going to need to get the, the cork board and the string out for this. <laughs> right? It's like, dude, I don't even know where to go. So then... Like, this is literally Charlie Kelly and always sunny. There is no Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> you know, there's... It, I, 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 don't exactly. even, I don't even know where to start. Honestly, I don't. Well, like, okay. So let's start in the fact that Freddie came back to Atlanta with the Dodgers. Yes. This past weekend. And he was rather emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, 15 years. He said he, you know, didn't want to close that chapter. You know, got his ring in front of hometown fans, family. Um, you know, all that good stuff. He's crying left and right. You know, there's no crying in baseball unless Freddie Freeman coming back to the Braves. Because <laughs> you know, let's be real. Got me choked up a little bit too. Yeah. Um, has a good series, I think. I mean, he was named NL Player of the Week, so yeah. I just yeah, it was I a mean, good series. Um, get a, a nice uh, on Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night baseball. He had a nice uh, double in extra innings. Right. And Sunday is when shit started to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So that's this first piece of string here now. <laughs> Freddie gets tied to Doug Gottlieb. Now, Doug Gottlieb is a fucking basketball reporter. All right. Okay. I don't know where he fits in on all of this and how he has this information. But he said, Freddie. So, Freddie, the rumor was that Freddie fired his agent. Yes. That was the, the rumor. Yes. And the reasoning because it, uh, of it was because, according to Doug Gottlieb, The agent at Excel Sports Management. Casey Close, uh, right? Casey Close, yep. He allegedly, this is big, it's got to be allegedly, didn't tell Freddie the final Braves offer because he knew he would take it, which is very interesting because obviously this guy's now looking out for himself more than Freddie. Mm -hmm. So what the fuck is Freddie paying him for? Um... Freddie described 
the situation is fluid mm-hmm. on Tuesday. So the whole day to have this fester. Um, and he's, you know, didn't deny or confirm firing the agents uh, or leaving XL. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to what's today? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Casey Close said that Doug Gottlieb, Doug, Doug Gottlieb now doesn't know what he's talking about. Some sort of, you know, it's a, Hey, you know, this is not true. Mm-hmm. And that the Braves planted this narrative to turn the tables. Now, if I'm the Atlanta Braves, I'm sitting there like, whoa, 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 whoa. How are we catching strays here? Like I said, this is where we're bringing the, 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 the yarn out here because <laughs> the Braves are just like, what the fuck? Now, Casey Close is talking about legal ramifications. Freddie's tight-lipped. Doug Gottlieb hasn't said a damn thing since. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're kind of all over the place. There is no Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> so. Go ahead. Because I have one more thing that I oh, go, that go, I go, saw. Go, go, go. go. Um, I don't know. I know you're on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know if you saw David Sampson, his uh, no. comments on this, no, former God. Marlins CEO. Yeah. That dude is wild, first of all. I, I would He's, love to have a conversation with him. He is insane, dude. I would love to have a conversation with him on the podcast. He said that everyone's at fault here. As did I believe Ken Rosenthal, I think. Hmm. So, if I remember correctly, David Samson said obviously Freddie was communicating with the Braves because there's that longevity there. He has to be personally communicating with them as well. Right. Fault on Freddie for not making the right calls or enough calls. The agent really was looking for, uh, for himself at the end of the day. The, the pay of the contract would have ended up being $8.5 million, I think, throughout the life of the contract for agent fees is 5%. Okay. So obviously, he's going to be looking for the most money and push Freddie to go share the bag instead of the best fit. He was going for the dollar amount. The Braves are at fault for not saying, hey, Freddie, reaching out directly to Freddie, saying, hey, this is it. Mm-hmm. I oh. also saw somewhere that this is why you get former teammates involved. Now, I don't understand how it's going to work because this is a lot of like legal crap. And, and mm-hmm. according to Nick, Nick Castellanos, I don't, we don't have college degrees. We just play baseball. Yeah. So, so here, here's here's my thing why the whole story doesn't really hold up because on whose end on the on Doug Gottlieb on the Braves saying that you know on all of it the whole story is has to be in shambles due to so somebody is lying either then or now who's lying we don't know this is a game of clue. They said, you know, they never reached back out to Freddie, right? They just went and they got Matt Olson. They traded for Matt Olson. That was the. Yeah, and this is all allegedly because we, we, we're not there. We don't know 
full no, Anthopolis yeah. said this. He's oh, yeah. did he? Yeah, he, they went. Yep. Yep. I remember he said that it was the hardest decision was moving on from Freddie, but I didn't know yeah. he said explicitly that they he didn't explicitly, but they he okay. said that they went ahead and they made the trade. Right. Assuming basically that Freddie was not there because of the rumors or whatever it was. I remember him saying this in the beginning of the year. But right, I remember that. Yep. So if that is the case, then how does this even add up? If you thought that you gave him another offer that was a good offer, supposedly, why are you then, man, eh, fuck it. We're going to go for Olsen. Well, we but then, no, we don't know behind the, behind the scenes. I know. I'm right, just let's saying. Let's play this game. They, this let's is say little... they made that offer on a Monday, right? Yep. Let's say Close never told Freddie about this, and it's now Friday afternoon. Right. You're now waiting a week for Freddie's answer, and you're not going to wait that much longer. You're going to start putting the other pieces on a trade to replace this guy who's not giving you an answer. So from the Braves' perspective, I see no, I guess, fault. Okay. In a sense to where we don't know the full landscape, and I don't think we ever will mm-hmm. uh, until, like, the ESPN 30 for 30 comes out in, like, 12 <laughs> years or whatever it is. Um no, I agree. But, we're not we're not gonna know the we're not gonna know everything. We're not gonna go know the in-depth shit unless unless this is not true and Casey Close does decide to sue Doug Gottlieb, then we right then we will then we'll know, the we'll know everything. Yeah, then we'll know the truth. <laughs> so kind of kind of uh, kind of hoping for that one, right? <laughs> oh my god. Well, you and I live for chaos when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so, we're Mets fans. What else are we yeah, gonna exactly. what else are we gonna want? So obviously we're trying to connect all the pieces here. And Freddie, after saying he doesn't want to close that chapter, obviously yet, which it makes sense. Mm-hmm. He said he's looking for closure now mm-hmm. on how it ended. Mm-hmm. So Freddie kind of flipped tone too. Maybe Freddie found something out about what the Braves did this past weekend. Cause allegedly Freddie found out about the, the the final offer from the brace that he wasn't told about this weekend from, from someone in that organization. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder what, I mean, obviously what, wonder what actually happened, but what got him to switch up from the, I don't want to close the chapter to I'm ready for closure. Right. What, what do you, uh, what's your final thoughts on this? Like if you had to pick a side here. Um, I don't want it to be true. I mean, just for the sake of everybody, that Doug Gottlieb was just trying to get some clicks, maybe, um, and maybe he, maybe he's trying to weasel his way into a nice little uh, baseball. So you know, baseball's off. You know, now he's he's off now. You know, so maybe he's trying to get a weasel his way into a job for the summer. But uh, I, I I just I, yeah, I hope that it's not true. Um, at the end of the day. I'm just happy that the drama's not with the Mets. For once. For once. <laughs> you type in Doug Gottlieb on Google. It's Freddie no. Freeman agent rips Doug Gottlieb. I'm re- <laughs> there are four, four top stories. Ready? That's one. Former Freddie Freeman agent Casey Close threatening Doug Gottlieb with legal action. Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman's fired agent destroys Doug Gottlieb after bizarre. Uh, what was it? What's the final headline? 
after bizarre contract claim. Freddie Freeman's longtime agent rips Doug Gottlieb over a report. We've totally moved past the initial report, mm-hmm. and we're now fully focused on Casey Close versus Doug Gottlieb, apparently, according to this news cycle. This is... I think that's where the real fun's going to be. Yeah. Freddie's going to be like, you know what? I'm here to play baseball. Fuck this. The Braves are going to be like, we made our offer, whether it got it, him or not. We're here to play baseball. Fuck this. It, it, it is what it is. It happened. It's over. He's with the Dodgers. You can't change anything. I think that it has a lot to do with that he was back in in Atlanta for the first time. You know? Yeah, and I, I think that's a big part the, of it. The end of the day is that David Sampson ended up saying this, is that the Dodgers were willing to go that, to that sixth year. Yeah. They were the only team willing to go to that sixth year. Now, yeah. allegedly, the Rays came in with a five for 140 offer. The fucking Tampa Bay Rays. I'm sure. They've, they've been saving up since 98. sure the Braves heard that. And obviously, looking at a five for 140, that's a great deal. It's pretty Freeman. Yeah. The Braves obviously would have had to try to top it. Or at least match it. So you got to wonder what their offer really was. And that's what makes me wonder, maybe this is all true. Because obviously, if you're the Atlanta Braves, you're not going to let the Tampa Bay Rays outbid you for your star star first baseman and your franchise icon. You know, the heir heir to the Chipper Jones throne, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I, I got it's it's got to be either true that he was never told the offer or simply the sixth year. Okay. So that's kind of where my head's at now at this point. Um okay. So <laughs> yeah, dude, there's so much to unpack with all this too. It's and I, I don't I, I'm I'm sure I ha- I did say this back when uh you know our first episode recording after he had signed, but why like why didn't the Braves like he's your guy if you really wanted him? Why didn't you lay out the money, right? They, going into the year, they were eighth in payroll. They were fucking 17th in off-season spending. And they have the third, uh, their owners have the third highest net worth, right? Liberty Media. And don't forget... Liberty makes money on not just the team, but the battery around it, that fucking area around the ballpark. They own yep. all of that. Exactly. Hand the, over fist. They're they're worth over almost almost seven billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. They're not they're not crying for money. They're not. And but they've but they've never been the type of franchise to spend money ever. But they he's your he's your guy, you know, like right. I I get it. Like, you know, there's going to be a, uh, there's going to come a time when Dansby Swanson is gone because is he a superstar? No. Maybe he'll take that hometown discount because he grew up there. But like Ozzy Albies, Acuna, you know, are they going to give Acuna that deal? Because Acuna they took that. Gave him his deal, but that, yeah. It was a team friendly deal, though. But he'll, he'll be a free agent eventually. In what? Just a few years, right? Four years, three, four years, four, five years, maybe. 
yeah, I'm going to find out right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, they're going to give, you know, all these guys deals. Like, did they give, I don't, I mean, I don't remember. Did they give Chipper a deal? You know, I'm sure they did. Right. But was it, you know, you know, that type of uh, extensive deal? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was damn. an eight-year, $100 million deal for Acuna. Yeah, dude. He's going to, not until uh, he'll be a. 2029. Yeah, or well, there's options, team options. So right, he's got two gonna, team options, so twenty twenty seven. So they're, about they're gonna, five. They're years. gonna they're gonna pick him up though for seventeen million dollars. Team age options until they have player right? options. This says team options on spot rack. Huh. That is uh the most reliable. Oh, they're great. In my opinion, I love spot rack, dude. I go on spot yeah. rack at least once a week. <laughs> one of my <laughs> one of my favorite websites. I'm like, all right, who's a free agent this year? Who are we? They have some great interactive tools too. Yeah, yeah, I I love their shit, dude. But, um, yeah, I mean that's 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 all I got on Freddie. You know, it it is what it is. Nothing you could do. All I can say is just put, now we can put bring back on the shelf and wait for the next shitstorm to occur, <laughs> and uh, watch this all play out. I I'm ready for it. I mean, I, I think. For everyone's sake, it helps that Freddie's not in the All Star game this year because sure. that would just put a a bigger spotlight on all of this. The timing now with the All Star vote, the first phase being completed. But Brian Snicker did pick Davy Mar- uh Davy Martinez, Dave Roberts as uh as a coach. So well, and David Martinez, but yeah, and David Martinez. That's why I said it. But uh. Oh, did you hear why he picked Martinez? Hold on, hold on one sec. So you never know. Freddie might get that call. Right, as that uh as an as extra the, guy. The, the as coach, a reserve. Yeah, the, the bench, yeah, reserve. Yeah. But did I hear what? Did you hear why uh Martinez got picked? No. Because obviously the Nationals are not a great ball club. Uh yeah. Martinez is gonna be a coach in the all-star game because Snicker felt he got robbed of the chance to manage oh. an all-star game. After and during the COVID year, mm-hmm. he, I like that. And Dave Roberts didn't pick him last year, right? Yeah, that's right. He just took his he just took his coaching his staff. T- he took his staff, yeah, yeah, which is kind of fucked. Of course, and that, and now they're going to be coaching together. <laughs> fuck, I love no Snicker, dude. Fuck Dave I think Roberts. I, I think Snicker's a great great manager. Yeah, yeah, but fuck Dave Roberts is right. Um, <laughs> Speaking of the All-Star game, mm-hmm. phase one completed. I, for, I totally forgot they're doing it this way, too, uh, as well as just the regular vote and go. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, if I like it this way. So phase one's completed, which means it's top two in each position or top four in the outfield. In the outfield, yeah. Um, and the top vote-getters overall in each league all get an automatic All-Star nod. So Boom. we already have two definite All-Stars. Yes. In Aaron Judge and Ronald Acuna Jr., which both well-deserved. Yeah, but I mean, Acuna didn't miss the first month of the season. Well, and that's what brings me to my next point is you well, and I well, talked well, about this. Well, hold on, we'll get there. We'll get there because there's there's plenty of them. Let, let's read. Let's read off all the finalists first. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So in the NL catchers, Wilson Contreras, Travis Darno, first base, Paul Goldschmidt, and Pete Alonso, second base, Ozzy Albies, Jazz Chisholm, Jr., third base, Nolan Arenado and Manny Machado. Shortstop, Trey Turner and Dansby Swanson. 
outfield, Mookie Betts, Jock Peterson, Starling Marte, and Adam Duvall. And DH, Bryce Harper, and William Contreras. And in the AL. Can we just stop real quick for a sec? Yes, sir. Where the fuck did Adam Duvall come from? He's a brave. This is a giant game of who doesn't belong. It's Adam Duvall. <laughs> hey, it is. It is. He's a brave. That's 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 exactly what it is. Let's, let's play this game in the AL. What do you got? In the AL, we got catcher. We got Alejandro Kirk and Jose Trevino at catcher. Uh, first base, we have Vladdy Jr. and Ty France. Second base, Jose Altuve and Santiago Espinal. Third base, Jay Ram and Rafael Devers. Shortstop, Bo Bichette and Tim Baby Daddy Anderson. And outfield, Jackie. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Tim Jackie Anderson. And outfield, we have the goat Mike Trout, George Springer, John Carlos Stanton, and Lord Scurriel Jr. And DH, Jordan Alvarez, and Shohei Otani. So they completely just said fuck Acuna and, and, and Judge for the top four in the outfield. They just said, Here you're starting. Yeah. So the top four on the Friday the field starting spots now. Wait, what? The top four in the outfield right now currently are fighting yeah. for the other two outfield spots now in yes. each team. Yes, correct. So two will make it, two won't. Yeah. Santiago Espinal. Santiago Espinal. Is he having a a, a, a year that's worthy of yeah. an all-star nod? Like yeah. I, I don't even know. Better than Altuve. Okay. Last I checked, anyway. But uh, so there are a couple of guys that I mean, and if you're watching on YouTube, go run off the views. Uh, my my face was rather I'm rather expressive when things like this happen, mm-hmm. um, especially in the NL where a guy like Ozzy Albies can't fucking walk. Uh, yep. Jazz Chisholm was hurt too, I think recently. Yes, he is hurt in the lower back. And that lower back, that's, that's one you don't want to fuck with either. And here's another one, right? Mm-hmm. At shortstop, the fifth place guy as of Monday was Fernando Tatis Jr., who has not even stepped on a baseball field yet this year. And he had a quarter, a quarter of a million votes. That's disgustingly stupid. Yep. Um, and I, I did see uh, he expects to swing a bat in two weeks. Which will put him essentially on target to make his debut after the fucking All Star game. <laughs> you okay? So as I was saying, you and I have talked about this a couple times actually yes. now. Yeah, I saw Ruby last night. That shouldn't be allowed. No, no, it most certainly should not. You should have to like. There should be some sort. Of, like, didn't it used to be like as recently as 2018? If you were a starter on opening day, you were automatically yes. one of the choices. Yeah, you that, that's how you became a candidate. Was Everything candidate. else was a write-in? Yes. Because wasn't that, isn't that what happened with uh with like Nimmo or Conforto? They had a great year after like an injury, but they didn't start opening day. Yeah. And that's just like, where are these guys? And they had to write them in. They yeah. didn't obviously do it. Um, yeah, I don't remember. It was <laughs> one of them, though. You're right. I think it was Nimmo. Yeah. Um, Tatis yeah. hasn't seen the field. Ozzy Albies is on a fucking cast for two months. Yeah, Chisholm has a lower back injury. Mookie Betts 
is is hurt and but, out for I think another couple weeks. Yeah, that, and that, that's what I'm game limit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it it, it means absolutely nothing. Obviously, the All Star game means absolutely nothing now. It's right. just really just to appreciate the players and give guys you know a little week you know four or five day break. Um, but with that being said. When you have, when you're, if you're going to do it this way, you got to at least get rid of the guys that are hurt. You got to get like Albies should be dropped. He can't, there's no possible shot that he could participate in this all star game. Drop him, drop him from the vote. There's no reason for him to be there. Agreed. Patis, same thing. There's no reason for him to be considered. Yeah. I mean, but that brings up an interesting point, though, because you talk, you talk about appreciating these guys, and mm-hmm. which brings me to Buck Showalter saying that there should be a spot for utility guys. Because if you real, if you think about it, you can't win a game yeah. without a utility guy. Like you can't win a, win a, a series, a World Series without a guy like that. You know, obviously Buck's advocating for Luis Guillorme, who put on a fucking clinic at third base the, the other day. Yeah, yesterday. Um, but yeah, you have guys like. I mean, Jeff McNeil, another one. I'm trying to think of guys on other teams who are super utility guys. There aren't that many. Well, Jeff so McNeil, I, uh, you know, I, I, I stick him at second base, but I well, think now, that, yes, but in the past, but he, but he, he should be there. He's the guy that should, and I think he came in third. Yes, he did. Yeah, he came in third. He was, he wasn't far. I mean, he was only 40, 39,000 votes off of Ozzy Albies. On Monday, so you know a lot of people voted for voted for Jeff, like, and rightfully so. Yeah, and that's why Ozzy should should be dropped. There's no reason for him to be there. Do I? I do think McNeil will get the right. call. Like he he definitely deserves it. No one could say that he doesn't. Um, right, exactly. But yeah, I think. <laughs> and then Adam Duvall, uh, we have we have to mention this. Yeah, what, what, I, I, I'm, I'm about to look this up real quick because I don't understand this. What was his fucking OPS plus? It was like 60? Dude, it's 71. 71? He has a minus 0.2 war. Yeah. Nine it's homers. Two? A so 200 he, minus 0.2. So I'm going to tell you, yes, last night when we were when we were talking about this, it was, it was negative 0.1. So he... <laughs> He's now he worth down. even less <laughs> in a day. In one day, they did lose 14 to four or something like that, I believe. But he's now worth even less. Yeah, dude. Here's, are, you ready for slash line? are you ready for a slash line? I am 200 batting average on base percentage 267. He's slugging 361 for an OPS of 628. If you tell, <laughs> I dare anyone to justify Adam Duvall in the All Star game, Yo, let alone even the finalist. Fuck Braves fans. That's all I'm gonna say. Are you kidding How, me? At, at that, at this point, put JD Davis in the All Star game. Fucking dude. Put fucking, fucking Joey Gallo in the All Star game. <laughs> Call up fucking Kazmatsui and let him be in the all-star game at this rate. Anal fishes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Every time come, without come, fail. <laughs> come on. 
come on who's voting for him you know that guy on tiktok who's buying this who's voting for this guy who's who's fucking voting for this either you are just such a homer or you have no clue what you're doing that that is those are the only two options and this is really the only one where people are missing honestly that's my only actual complaint with a player there go on what Adam Duvall has only hit above 250 in his career one time. It was when he played 41 games in 2019, and he hit 267 with the Braves. 41 games. Wait, he only played 41? You tell me how we expect. He only only played 41 in 2019, yeah. I think it was her for a bunch of it, but still. Interesting. Obviously, he had 113 RBIs last year, but uh, he was traded last year. He was traded in 2018 as well. There you go, 18 from the Reds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but again, what was it? Did he, he had 100. Game right this? Yeah, 28. He had 113 RBIs last year, right? Mm-hmm. Had a great good year offensively. Just couldn't do shit in terms of he had OPS plus of 101. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't say a good year. So he has 100, 113 RBIs in 2021. Mm-hmm. He had 103 RBIs in 2016. Okay. Brings us to 216. He has 472 in his career over nine years. He's not a good baseball player. No. I mean, hang on. I can't say that because we're not in the major leagues, but still. No, in the grand not, scheme no, of it, not. he's not he's not worthy of a top ten vote finish. No, no, top no, fifteen, not maybe even. no, no, not top, not fifteen, uh, top top twenty. So, so we're talking about I'll go top there are there are forty five starting outfielders in the National League. I would say he's probably in that bottom ten. I'd rather Connor Joe. I don't even know what position he plays. I'm pretty sure he's first base DH, but. I'd rather Connor Joe. I, he's having a much, much better year than Adam Duvall. Hey, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, like, it's shit like that that pisses me off because this goes back to the Royals fans stuff in the ballot box. And the Giants fans. This is too. that. Giants it, fans. It, in, in 2014, it was basically Giants versus fucking Royals in the All-Star mm-hmm. game and then in the fucking World Series. Like, I get it. They were the World Series teams. They were very, you know, their fans were very hyped up. Right, but, you know, but I get it. Alcides Escobar was not an All-Star that year. Should not no. have been. No. You know, listen. Really, the I only... understand the Braves have been on a hot streak. I understand that, that they're the team that MLB is pushing right now. Yeah. And they're clipping up the Mets heels, you know, rightfully, again. Not knocking it. They're beating the teams they have to beat. They're doing what they have to do. Adam Duvall is not a fucking all-star. No. If I see Adam Duvall on this all-star roster, I am going to lose my shit. So let me ask you, what what two outfielders do you want to see? Say say Mookie comes back. He's fully healthy. He doesn't have a setback. Mookie, no problem. No problem. Um. And who were the other uh, finalists? It was Mookie, Mookie Duvall, Jock and Starling Peterson, Marte. And Starling Marte. 
Honestly, I'm okay with either Jock or Sarling Marte as well because Jock's having a good year. Should be rewarded. Go for it, Jock. Good for you. You're kind of a bitch because you got slapped in the face but still. Um, I mean, Sarling Marte, I'd, I'd pick Jock over Marte, but I'm not mad that if, if Marte gets it. Yeah. I'm, I just I'm be furious about Abdul all those. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think that Mookie deserved it. There's deserve that like you know the top vote getter and to right. get the uh, buy over Acuna. He just having a better year, right? And again, um, it comes down down to the how many games you played. You know the qualifications. Yeah, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I, I know is mm-hmm. this is this is so stupid that we've been having a conversation about Adam fucking Duvall. Uh, it is part of it, man. It's part of it. If but, Adam. Uh, if Adam Duvall gets a starter starting spot in the All Star game this year, mm-hmm. it discredits any sort of fan voting for the next couple of years. I think the fan voting's already been discredited. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it just makes it more of a mockery. It it already is. It, it's a fucking joke, dude. It's a popularity contest. Whose fans are voting in the most? That's that's right, exactly like Bryce Harper and Bryce Harper's out for God knows how many weeks with a thumb injury. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now William Contreras is going to be a starting date. Fucking let the AL just fucking win already. The AL is going to win. Think about that until just now either. The AL is going to win again because the NL teams, their fans are fucking pussies, which by the way is not the female anatomy. <laughs> Pusillanimous. Yes, you are so glad I sent you that, aren't you? That was hilarious, dude. I looked it up. It's true. It is. Yeah. Pussy, pussy is short for Lack. pusillanimous. Lacking courage, or um... yeah, it's basically it's basically you're, you're yeah you're lacking courage. You're a little bitch. Yeah. You're a pussy, pusillanimous. I love it. That There's was fantastic. So. <laughs> Um. Yeah. You know I mean, what's sad is that the AL catchers are so much better than the fucking NLDHs right now. The AL catchers are fantastic. Fucking Jose Trevino. First of all, shout out to him. I, I feel like I, he doesn't get as much love as anyone deserves. Yeah. Agreed. He deserves like it's it's ridiculous. Did, did you have any gripes with the with the AL? Really? Yeah, no. Did. I don't. Except I don't think you, I had you, that many. You didn't you didn't know uh, if Espinal was uh, right? Because he's not a guy a you think year. of as an all star. No, but he's having or a good, a good year. I mean, or a I, good ball player. Yeah. I I personally I personally picked uh, Andres Jimenez. That was yeah, my that goal. one. But again, you're looking at a, at a fan base like Cleveland; they're not gonna fucking. No, I know. I'm just saying he he got my vote. Yeah, I I agree. I forgot who got my vote, but um, Jimenez definitely. No one. You never sent me your shit. You know, you could have gone with it and tell me who you picked, but you know. Um, for you, I picked Altuve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Speaking of the Astros, let me just touch on this real quick. Okay. Went to the game Tuesday night. I was mm-hmm. very impressed with Jeremy Pena. Yeah. I he's I good. didn't realize just how good that kid is. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Max I loved, I loved him. I loved him in spring training, dude. I thought he was. Because yeah, I watched the Mets how many fucking times did the Mets play the Astros in spring training is ridiculous. Right, a little pod, yeah. I, pod. Yeah. I I watched every, you know, every time that the Mets play the Astros because that was, was you know, available because both sides actually fucking 
broadcast the games. But uh, yeah, dude, I was watching him there, and I, 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 I just loved his hands. I loved how fluid he is in the field, and he's got a nice bat too. He's a big kid yeah. from Rhode Island. You, I mean, if you want to talk about big kids, and we'll talk about them later. But O'Neill mm-hmm. fucking Cruz, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get there. Um, actually, I do have a question that I want to add. Um, I have a couple. Um, do you think that rookies, like at least one rookie, should be like automatically put on the all star all star rosters from each side? Interesting. Like the best rookie statistically. Should they oh, automatically get put on? would be a guy like Pena or J-Rod. Yeah. And then... I don't even know who the best rookie in the NL is. It's probably it's probably O'Neal Cruz, honestly, already. Dude's unreal. Um, see, I think that's where, the, that's where they draw the line, though, is that's where the issue is. You know, there's no real standout rookies in the NL. So why are you rewarding, you know, a guy who is league average... With an all-star spot. All-star okay. spots are supposed to be earned. Right. Now, granted, fan voting takes away from how much it's earned, but mm-hmm. I would fucking do it all. <laughs> and so here's my uh, second question, which I was I saw was trending on Twitter a little bit. Should the NL have spots open, ready to go, designated spots, for Pujols, Yachty, and Wainwright. Because a lot of people I, think that they should. I, I can see as like an honorary captain, Yachty and Pujols, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to force Wainwright into retirement, people. Jeez. We're going on three or four years of this now. Let the guy decide how he wants to go out. <laughs> I mean, come on. So uh, I'll give you my answer. I think a Hall of Famer, you know, like a guy who was instrumental to the fucking sport. So like Albert Pujols in his final season. We don't know if this is his final season, though. You know, that's the thing. He did announce like, it. Yeah. What? He announced it. Announcing is different than actually doing. If he ends at like 698 somehow, you're going to tell me that he fucking retires. Or 697, any anywhere in the 690s, you're just gonna tell me that he's gonna retire. He's yeah. not gonna try and come back he, for he one now, more year. Yeah, now spring training that he would retire as an active player in 2022. That's what he said. Look at Tom Brady. How many times is that? Brett Favre. Well, Tom Brady doesn't fucking count. Yes, he does. Brett well, Favre. He, why don't they Tom count? Brady. Fuck Brett why Favre. Why don't they count? They've caused me more harm than any fucking no, Fuck ever. off. I don't care about your emotions. Fuck your emotions. I'm talking about Albert Pujols is not definitely going to retire. We don't know that for definite. If he and you're going to tell me right now, you are you're in Albert Pujols' position. You and then you hit. You're 42. You hit 696 home runs. You're retiring. You're not going to go nothing, for four more. There is nothing left to prove for Albert Pujols. Don't care. He you're, has nothing yourself, left to prove. He has yourself, nothing. yourself. You're gonna tell me that you're gonna you're gonna go for the rest of your life four away from 700. Be the third person, fourth person. My bad. 
to ever hit 700? Four. There's only been four. Well, how about this? Well, There's only been three. Revisit, you would be number four. Let's, let's revisit this conversation when mm-hmm. he gets to 690. Okay. That wasn't my question. No plus of, but anyway. I but so, he has an OPS plus of 82 this year, by the way. So that's not horrible. So for a 42-year-old. So like Albert Pujols. Allegedly. Mike Trout in his eventual final season. Should they, you know, Bryce Harper. Should these guys get automatic spots guys just to be there? The they don't have to actually play. Maybe they play like a, you know, one at, give them one at bat, not even like take the guy out of the game. Just like, just throw them in there for an, an, at-bat, an at bat, throw them in there for an inning at a, you know, a position, you know, just add a, add like the 10th guy in the lineup, just randomly have them get their due kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's I an it. exhibition game. It means fucking nothing. You make any rules you, you know, want, just throw them I in there in the this. fucking sixth inning and, it, you know, bat them fucking second in the sixth inning and then just split them in between two guys that are already going up. In, in Pujols' case, of course, because yeah. he has an all time major league record. So you have to honor that. He holds the all time major Brown. league record for. Double plays he's grinding into. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, regardless of that, do you think that Pujols should I mean, get yeah, the guys? This guy's a three-time MVP, Rookie of the Year, couple World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's earned it. Ten-time All-Star. Should he get that automatic roster spot there? As an I don't think like, he should get. It. I don't think he should get. It. At the expense of someone who earned it. It's an, I'm not saying at the expense of someone else. I'm no, saying I'm, I'm saying it's I'm saying yeah. it's an honorary spot. You're not, and then they just throw him in there in the middle of an inning. It doesn't like break the like, spot. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not taking over anybody's spot in the order. It's just an extra batter. Give him like I, I don't know about doing that, but yeah, I I, I, I yeah. Why? Should be invited the All Star game. So so you're gonna tell me that they should take out someone else for him, and put him in, and then take him out and put someone else in. Why? Just let him just throw an extra app at him. This, this is all hypothetical. Of course, it's all hypothetical. Regardless. That's what I'm asking. Why not? Regardless. What? What is the? What is the issue with just throwing him in in there into the lineup as a tenth guy? I mean, listen, I'm all for chaos. Fuck it, right? Oh, you're fucking boring. Anyway, there have been some injuries. Nothing too bad. But uh, I mean, eight, eight, what eight weeks? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Phillies are optimistic though that he will be back relatively soon, at least. Um, they're hoping that he'll be back by the end of this, you know, at some point. Um, he is he has elected to get the surgery to repair his broken thumb. I mean, it was um gonna be fucked up if he didn't yeah that's gonna but, yeah um i saw that he potentially was going to if he was going to get the surgery depending on the recovery time of the thumb he might get the surgery for his ucl i think but, he should uh, regardless honestly you don't want to you don't want to let that linger yeah i mean i think he'll probably be able to rehab it he's just an outfielder you know it's not like it's not detrimental. It's it's only a slight tear too, so he'll be able to you know rehab it in the winter. I think and he'll be fine. Um, and even if even if he elects, I mean, the Phillies they'll be lucky to make it to the playoffs. So if they even do make it to the playoffs, he'll and 
say they make it all the way through somehow to the World Series, he'll get that surgery November the first fucking week of November. And uh what? <laughs> um it's it's one of those things where at the end of the day I think Bryce Harper not getting the surgery is actually more detrimental to the Phillies. Well, yeah. Than if he were to say fuck it. Not because this of how year, bad though. their outfield is defensively. But not this year. It's not, you know, he's not going to be able to play regardless. He can't play the outfield regardless. May as well have his bat in the lineup if he can. And then if he could get the right. surgery and be fine by opening day, or right. even if he misses a couple first couple weeks of the season, then so be it. But uh, I mean, it's sad because offensively he was having an MVP season. Not going to yeah. win the MVP because he's the age, but um, yeah. Um, what else? Anthony Rendon. Season ending surgery on yeah, uh, his wrist. Club out. He ended up getting a club out of that one, though. What do you mean? Fucking beat Jesse Winker with. Oh, we'll get there. Is that the worst contract currently? Because he has like not played at all for the Angels. It's like yeah. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. He's a good player. You know, for the Mets Mets fans, we, we, we talk about us being cursed mm-hmm. a lot. And we we are. Mm-hmm. But you look at the Angels, Albert Pools didn't perform to what they thought he would, or he ta- and he his decline was rapid. They they got a they got a thirty two year old though. I mean Anthony Rendon has not seen the field much. Yeah. Mike Trout is an all-world, all-generational, all-time talent. And he, he struggles to stay on the field. Yep. Your owner won't invest in pitching, and when they do, they're, they're subpar pitchers. Yep. Maybe the Angels fans are really cursed. I mean, and, and not to bring up a sore subject, but I haven't seen any other team have more than one death in the last 20 years. I mean, the Angels had how many active players pass away? Is know. it just is it just Skaggs and and Einhard, so. or is there one, was there one more? I think that was just them too. Oh, I think wasn't Luis oh Luis Valdez played with them before he t- he died. Yeah, I don't think that he was an Angel. The, the year after, the year before, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the year after, actually, I think he was. He was definitely playing with the Angels. An, sure. an Angel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're sick into it. So let's move on. All right. Oh fuck. We 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 will we will get back to the Angels and that fight, like you said, like you like you hinted that we will get to that. I just want to talk about one little thing first, and that is the rehab guys who are coming back from injuries. We got Chris Sale, Max Scherzer, and now Jacob Degrom. Uh, Sale and Scherzer. Sale made he made his rehab right. Made re- uh, re- rehab starting double A today. In double A, right? Yeah. And uh, Max Scherzer made. Two starts. Um, two in, Br- and in Binghamton, yep. In Binghamton, double A. And DeGrom is rumored. Not confirmed, though, right? I don't see confirmed. 
no, it's uh, to make a rehab start with the St. Lucie Mets on Sunday. Who they play? Not the Palm Beach <laughs> Not Cardinals. The Cardinals. They play the Jupiter Hammerheads, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sale said it went well. He was expecting to go back out for the fifth inning. Uh, if they told him he was starting for the Red Sox five days from now, he would be excited for that. If he can get through five, six innings and be like he was during his rehab start, mm-hmm. he thinks he's ready to go. Okay. So, um, now let me ask. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of reading the update here. He's made two rehab appearances in Portland as he makes his way back from Tommy John surgery. He f- was unhittable in the first uh, outing and fan nine in the second, according to this. Mm-hmm. So, looks like he'll be back very soon. Cool. So, uh, now let me ask you. Of the three, who is the most important to come back to their team? Max Scherzer. Why? Sale, you're coming back from Tommy John. He's been out for a long time. Yes, the Red Sox need pitching. I mean, listen, who doesn't need pitching these days? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something you don't want to fuck with. If you, you know, if you, it's not a hundred percent ready to go, you don't fuck with that. Yeah. And the the Red Sox have gotten by. You know, they had a seven over seven fifty winning percentage in the month of June, trying to keep pace with the Yankees, who just wouldn't lose. Mm-hmm. Um, Degrom again hasn't pitched over a year. You're trying to figure out what's going on with that. Yeah, he's also spring training games, but again, then they shut him down right away. Hayes was more stress uh, stress fracture, so it's whether it's velo related, it's it's workload related. We're still not sure. So that you have to manage carefully. And if you can't let Jacob DeGrom do Jacob DeGrom things, you know, half of DeGrom, yeah, it's better than most five five and four starters. But half of DeGrom for half a season isn't really what you need. Right. Max Scherzer, you know, and we've said it before. What he's brought to this Mets team when he's healthy, when he's on the mound, Mm -hmm. in the clubhouse, in the dugout, you know, it's a whole different level. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm going with Scherzer. All right. Not bad. What do you think? All three are very important, but I agree. It is Max Scherzer far and away. I mean, the Red Sox have, over the last month, they've had the one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. Uh, Michael Waka has, I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. He drug tested him or something. That dude has fucking been filthy. Um, yeah, no, Scherzer, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of the Grom. Scherzer is a leader. He's a horse. He's an animal. He's a beast. And, uh, yeah, the Mets very, very badly need him. Mets and the Mets Especially pitching has gone. The the absolute shitting the bed. Yeah. yeah. And Taiwan Walker really being the only consistent pitcher to go out, yeah. you know, so the Mets, uh, the Mets need Scherzer to, uh, lift the load off of the, Mets uh, starting rotations backs right now. Yeah. And if Scherz was able to go deep into games, that'll help the bullpen immensely too. Yeah. You know, do you know who's been the Mets second best pitcher so far this year? Drew Smith. ERA wise? Drew Smith. No, 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 starter. Chris Bassett. 
No. Oh, no, David Peterson. David Peterson. Yep. With a three, four? No, he was down at two. Was he really? He was down sub two. Last I checked. Fucking I Go David Peterson. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, not sub two. Sub three. My bad. That's a, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? That dude has been through the ringer with the Mets. He's man. at a 310 he now. He's been through it with, with Mets fans in the last couple of years. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. No, he he definitely, you know. He, he's fucking stepping up, dude. He, he's a good he's a good back end starter, and he will be for his career, you know. So he's definitely starting Saturday when I go. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, you're going Saturday? Yeah. Um me and the fellas heading out for a nice day at the ballpark. Oh yeah? Nice. Mm-hmm. So uh let's uh you know, with those injuries. If those guys weren't to come back, what would those teams do? Say it again. Like if if those guys that were injured, okay. Sale, like the Harper, Scherzer, or, oh, Harper, oh, those guys. Degrom, like, yeah, no, they're, in, they're yeah the guys who are injured who are not there right now. If they don't come back, what are these teams gonna do? Well, you guys are my team here. <laughs> Obviously, the Phillies think they can contend. They can outslug mm-hmm. anyone they think. So they're going to go for another bat. They're not going to get pitching. Mm-hmm. It's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the deadline is going to be a fucking huge tell on this. When we get to the deadline, too. Yeah. The Mets are going to need pitching regardless. I saw somewhere they would rather use their financial advantage and take on a bad contract to get a good piece than trade prospects and that's been top to bottom no one has argued with that within the organization reportedly so they're going to try and and use uh you know steve cohen's deep pockets to improve this team via trade which is something you know you don't really think of but uh you know they have to this mets team is it's they're struggling yeah in terms of the Red Sox, obviously more pitching will help them. Mm-hmm. That's again, it's another offense that can outslug anyone. Um, I mean, you look at the Padres. There's, they're, they, AJ probably you can never tell with him and Depoto. The mm-hmm. two of them, they're always wild cards at the deadline or around yeah. the deadline, or it's just in general. trading in general. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, who do you think it will be the biggest name moved? Take a little guess. obviously like obviously we're talking about like guys like Frankie Montes, but in terms of big names, it's tough because I don't even know. I really don't. Montes. I'd say a guy that, like is that your answer. You know, Wilson Contreras or Luis Castillo probably give me my answer. Okay. Trey Mancini, uh, I know the Mets have checked in on him. Obviously, help at yeah. the DH spot is desperately needed. Oh, yeah. Um, Contreras, too. He could help out of the DH yeah. spot, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah, I think those are really the guys that we're looking at that are going to be big names. But I think mm-hmm. pieces that will be moved is a guy like David Bednar. Okay. That, too, could help any team. 
and, and he's got I think two or three years of control left, four years mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Uh, ben Attendee to the Yankees is is one I think that could work. Mm-hmm. Although they'll probably end up re-signing uh, Brett Gardner for half a year. I hope so. I don't know. I don't know if you saw that picture, but fucking mega mind looking motherfucker. Brett Gardner's a goat, and he's going to come back, and he's going to play center field. That's my prediction for the second half for the Yankees. Well, and, anyone's and, and, fucking Aaron and, Hicks, and he's going to win a ALCS and World Series MVP. Hot take right there, Brett Gardner. <laughs> pack it in. That's it. It's over. Game over. Boom. I will throw I'm a hot fucking take. just my bank take. on that. I will throw the bank on that. The entire fucking bank. <laughs> so, uh, give me, uh, give me, give me three guys who do you think will have the biggest impact? Actually, give me, give me one. Uh, give me two. Give me two. Give me two guys. Biggest impact at the deadline. Yep. For whatever team well, they go to. David Bednar. Okay. And I'm going to go Ian Happ. So you think they both will get traded? I think so. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, we talk about this with Mac all the time. Ian Happ to the Yankees makes sense. I, I, I agree. If it's Ian not Happ. Ian Happ, it's whoever the Yankees bring in, whether it's Happ, Ben Attendee, uh, you know, whoever, you whoever it is, Moriano. Back for the Yankees? Yes. I think the Yankees need to acquire an outfielder. They have to move Joey Gallo, and if they can do one or both of those, we're looking at the Yankees World Series this year. Okay. Uh, I think, especially a guy like Ian Happ, a guy like Ramon Laureano, who's got a fucking cannon. Yeah, and if he can, and the Yankees, but no, Yankees are de- definitely going to want to get a uh, a nice lefty bat. That's why you know I think. Uh, Ben Attendee works best. Ben Attendee or or Hap, you know, both are really Brett left Gard- fielders. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner, and don't forget another left fielder. <laughs> hey, Brett Gardner's a center fielder. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and don't forget, there's, there's another sneaky guy that's on the market, Michael Conforto. Yeah. yeah well, um, we don't know what the real fucking timeline is. With we that. don't. But the last we heard was that he will be ready to sign with the team. After the all-star draft. break. Yeah, after the draft, all-star game, whatever, same shit. Within three days of each other. So, watch out. That's another piece right there. What if the Mets brought Conforto back as a DH? I'd be fine with it. I, I think that would be an interesting it, move. It would be even better because then Joely Rodriguez would have to go to the fucking moon. So... Send that motherfucker to the moon, please. Hey, man, Jason Street, dude. Get, the, get them the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah, okay, hang on. I have a bone to pick with casual fans. Okay. I was at the game Tuesday when the Astros sent the fucking Mets to God knows fucking who knows where they were fucking playing. Jason Shreve obviously sucked dick that night, right? That's, hey, listen, everybody, everybody's, got, everybody's got bad nights. Um, so I, I uh, Shreve, you fucking bum. Because I'm angry. I had a couple of drinks, you know, whatever. All right, maybe one beer, but it was rough that. The lady in front of me turns around and says, Can you please watch your mouth? 
I don't think you should. Please, Alicia, can you watch your mouth? Mm-hmm. You're a casual. Th- she's on. A, she, she was on her phone the entire time. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the fuck she was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it was her kid also on the phone the entire time. Oh, she had her kid. You're with in the five hundreds. What? She had her kid with her. Yeah, teenage kid. What do you mean by teenage? Like, kid had them at at the oldest fifteen. At the youngest. Thirteen. Okay. You're in the five hundred section of a Mets Astros game. Now, obviously, the Astros are the most hated team in New York. But City Field sounded like Yankee Stadium, by the way. Mm-hmm. You're at a baseball game. What did you expect? Like, don't go to a fucking game if you're going to get fucking salty about how a fan is acting. Unless they're verbally abusing you, the people you're with. Or, like, a vendor. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up and just let them go. Now I have a question, though. Obviously, there's like lines that are drawn, but still. Now, a question though, where you're a little hypocritical. When Uh-oh. we went to the game and the Yankee Uh-oh. fan was cheering for the other team, you told him to sit the, sit down and shut the fuck up. But why doesn't that qualify under your rules? Well, that's just chirping at a Yankee fan. That, that's a whole different section. That, that's the subsection of all. Of I don't know. I think, that, I think that's the same realm here. Well, no, because everyone hates Yankee fans. So it's 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 like one of those like you know how there's an exception to every rule. Yankee fans are the exception. What if he was wearing a fucking cub a Cubs jersey? What if it was Brett? I love Brett, so you know I give Brett shit anyway. But you didn't know Brett though. I'd say, what the fuck are you doing here? Cubs fan, just chilling at, at, at a Mets Astros game. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and he was bro, cheering. There's a guy wearing. Bro, there's a, well, there's a guy wearing a Seth Beer jersey. Team. It was a game. There was a game I went to. Guy was wearing a Seth Beard Diamondback jersey. I go, what the fuck are you doing here? That's a fucking yeah. legend right there. Oh, great, yeah, nice, nice kid. <laughs> he, he he gave it right back to me. You know, it was friendly back and forth. But so I'm gonna go ahead and say that you're a bit of a hypocrite, and that's a little smelly. But you can get unsme- you know, unsmelly by getting some fucking sopas on soap, baby. Let's fucking go. Get on smelly. Soap is on soap. Soap is on soap, baby. Get the baseball soap. Soap is on soap right here. Right baseball there. soap. They also got softball soap. Get that shit. You like they have martial arts soap. Karate. Yeah, yeah martial arts. Dude. Get that shit. It's so fucking dope. And you nah, always recommend nah. highly, 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 highly the pine tar. And you also like the, uh, what is it called? Tea tree? Uh, the peppermint tea tree. Peppermint tea tree. There you go. Yeah, so I, I got the I got the pine tar box right here. Look at this. I mean, look at the box. Look at that. I mean, you can't go wrong with the box. It's, it's a all very natural. Pretty box. All that. And, and and I know in a time like these where everyone's sensitive and everyone everyone wants to make sure everybody's feelings are okay, cruelty free. They don't hurt animals for this shit. So all you fucking soft ass motherfuckers. I don't. First of all, I don't know why you listen to our podcast if you're soft, but thank you. Keep going. Respect it. I'm shocked if you uh, are soft and listen. Right, exactly. If you got past the put fucking <laughs> pussalamus fucking shit, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how you got here if you're that soft. If you got offended by this, fuck it. Yeah, so uh, 
100 all natural vegan and cruelty free now you know i don't do much vegan stuff but i do recommend this stuff baseball soap soapazon.com promo code tap t-a-p tap take a pitch 15 percent off your order you can get a subscription box you can do uh individual soaps anything you want really where it's it's soap get yourself some soap don't be so goddamn smelly don't be like angel hernandez we can talk talk about that too uh don't forget to like comment subscribe you on youtube i see you're looking at us so you may as well just just go down and do it right now i mean the fuck is it you know you're gonna look at this handsome dude right here you're gonna look at this handsome dude and you're gonna be like I can't like this. I can't subscribe. Get the fuck, get the rate. fuck out of here. Stop Comment being a pusillanimous. Comment, rate, review on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio, we're still on that shit, people. Don't forget, sure. we make money moves here. Um, yeah, you know, check mm-hmm. us out. Also, at take a pitch. Even Sir. TikTok, yes. We're getting on the TikTok right. wave. You gotta get, you gotta uh, we get still got to figure out a plan for the plan for that. Yeah, and you got to get a lot the, of uh, Harrison Bader content. That. But yeah, it's all it's all it's all at take a pitch. Yes, we sir. make this shit really easy. Oh, for always at take a pitch. Even Twitch. Add take a Twitch. pitch. Nice. At take a pitch. Instagram. Twitch, but Instagram. Instagram at take a pitch. Twitter. Twitter. At take a pitch. Let's go. TikTok. I take a pitch. You, you get the gist. Just search up take a pitch. Uh, YouTube search up take a pitch and then filter it by channel because YouTube doesn't like us in just the regular search bar. So filter by channel. Follow the homies when you get to YouTube. Our boy Chris well, Mack puts out all these Yankee hype videos. That's true. From the Tips podcast. They don't really do much on YouTube, but they, they, they should start. They're great. Um, on the Power Play, Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Fucking, yeah, fuck you, Tampa. Um, and fuck you, Corey Perry, you dirty piece of shit. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so check them out. I have to talk to Nick about trying to say sports beat. I'm supposed <laughs> to see him Saturday. He has a work thing. He had to cancel the last minute. I'm kind of upset about it, but, you know, it's, mm. I miss the homies. It's all good. Um, all right. Check them all out. Yeah. Five-star reviews, please, for all of them. Those guys work their ass off. And I want to add this in. I didn't read it at all. I didn't get to ever read it, but the Manfred thing. Actually, I said I was yes. going to read it tonight. Didn't you send it to me this morning? I sent it to you like two days ago. Oh, you sent it to me yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Um, yesterday, two days ago? It was yesterday. Wednesday. Okay. Oh, it's, it is Friday, so two days ago. Um, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I didn't, I, I, Van, I never got to read it. Go on. I think Don, Don Van Natta Jr. is the writer, and he did a great mm-hmm. job with this. Um, it pretty much humanizes Rob Manfred to a point that we haven't seen out of any commissioner, really. I, I don't think we've seen it in football with Goodell because you know everybody hates Goodell. There's no there's no human empathy towards him. Yeah. Um, Adam Silver is one of the most likable guys when you talk about commissioners. NBA, he's one of the most likable guys. Is he Jewish? Even though, I don't know. He looks like a peanut. So. <laughs> His name's Adam Silver. What do you think? His name, he's obviously fucking Jewish. And have you ever looked at the dude? He looks like he's born to wear I mean, da- Listen, listen, hang on, hang on. David, David Stern was the guy before him, very Jewish. 
I thought you were going to say Dave Portnoy, who also looks like he was born to wear a yarmulke. Also Jewish. That's what we got on Jewish right here. Fucking (laughs) blood ceiling. I think it's Jewish too. It is. It is Jewish Heritage Day here at Take a Pitch. Our own national holiday, Max. (laughs) Anyway. Um, um, Anyway. So no, it it humanizes Manfred. It it kind of explains his road to where he got to where he's at. The theories he was talking about robots and pitch clocks, a pitch clock, sorry, 10 years ago. You know, this guy, he's a forward thinker. Obviously, we think he's trying to ruin the game with all these new rule changes. Um, he's just trying to modernize it and keep up with the times because obviously, you know, the, you could argue baseball is antiquated. Mm-hmm. The, the unwritten rules that we've experienced in the last couple of years. Um, all that bullshit, you know, the the uniforms now, which we have to talk about a little later yeah. because San Diego, oof, yikes. Um, it, it humanizes him. It shows a different side of him. You know, even in, in the article, they, they, they say, you know, this guy is, doesn't let people in. He, he's a very private guy. But from people you talk to, he's a massive fucking ball buster. So I, I think personally, hard. we should see more of the ball buster side of Manfred. And it does explain the smile, by the way, that he gave before canceling oh. the games. I never had an issue with that personally. But uh, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because I needed I needed baseball. But anyway, I know, it yeah, humanized him. Definitely too, check but. it out. And I think we got a great quote out of it too, and, and one of the best things that Manfred did say. And it, and that very, is, it was a very sexy edit too. I might say. What? It was a very sexy edit. I might say it was a very nice oh, edit that came out of it. It's clean. It's so clean. Uh, Rob Manfred said this quote: "I see the institution of baseball as significant to American culture." I think that's a great fucking line. And it's true. It's it's incredibly significant to how Americans are, and believe it or not, us posting that and me sharing it has led to a response from a major league baseball scout. What? A Philly scout responded to it. I posted. On, I reposted on my story. Mm-hmm. Obviously, transcends sport. It's part of America's culture and fabric and history. I, baseball is America to me. It is. I think it goes hand in hand, and Rob Manfred knows that baseball is losing ground to football and basketball. It's not actually, but in in terms of new it's fans, not. it's not. You don't think so? No, they actually just saw a study that baseball has gained more fans than basketball over the past ten years. Interesting. And they've gained more viewers, and yeah. More casual viewers than basketball has. Basketball has actually even lost a ton since 2020. So it's uh, well, yeah. I mean that has a lot to do with politics, but it does. But I mean that you you keep doing it like they are keep doing it, like they do keep doing it, and that's it's going to happen. But even before yeah. then, basketball wasn't reigning over baseball. It wasn't. It's it, on social media. Yes. On, I, w- on, I wouldn't even say sales because they're not getting more uh, merchandise sales. 
So I, yeah, I mean, I don't know where this, that, that narrative came from that basketball was raining over baseball, but it, it never did football. Yes. Football has football, and actually, yeah. and I know that people were saying that football was falling, but that wasn't true. I mean, they did falter a little bit due to the politics and everything, but uh, football is way up on top. I mean, people just, people love it. There was another quote that I liked that I think a lot of people need to realize. Yeah. He said that, quote, believe me, we hate blackouts as much as fans do. And that we being, you know, Major League Baseball, those executives. Uh, And then he notes that the blackout clauses were written into broadcast deals, which he has overseen. So this is the article is very much both sides, toes the line. In support of Manfred, but also very kind mm-hmm. of critical of him. Okay. Um, but Manfred says it is uh quote top priority, okay. end quote, for Major League Baseball to phase out blackouts. Now, that's what everyone wants to hear. And there's a lot in this article. I don't want to give it all away. It's a great read. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is uh a very interesting read and 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 one I that read. i think will help I'll try baseball. To read tonight um if you want the article easy link it was jesse rogers who tweeted it out that i saw it at least i'll, I'll put it i'll put it down i'll find the yeah. link and i'll put it down below i'll put it you know, and we, we don't we don't really like espn that much but this one was a very well done if you make a, if you make a good article then no I, i'll read espn articles their articles ain't bad actually yeah they're they're they're, they're television content's trash. tv and social media though <sighs> yeah they're bad they're bad well, thanks. Um, anyway. um, I, I did want to talk about that. He wants the robo umps mm-hmm. in the MLB by 2024. By yep. 2024. And the other big thing that I saw, uh, the, the expansion. I don't remember the other thing, though. But he definitely yeah, he said he wants to get to 32. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely wants to get to 32. <clears throat> so, uh, Which is something that, we've, we've known, though. We've yeah, known and. Well, yeah, that was literally in his like uh, in his first speech when he became his fucking that manifesto. Was, yeah, yeah, that that he uh, his like first open letter as commissioner, he he mm-hmm. said that he wanted the yeah. expansion, and he he's gonna get there. I guarantee it within within the next three years, guaranteed. Yeah, I have no problem. With it. He's got he's got to solve Tampa and Oakland first. Yes, uh, I know that he has been very proactive with the Oakland Oakland, government, yeah, uh, with the mayor and their uh city council and everything. I know, I know he has been working with them a ton. The good thing is, though, they do have a backup plan, you know, in uh, it's the Howard Howard's Point, I think, Howard's Terminal, whatever it is, yeah, a little, little for off outside of the city, Um, yeah. Which was, I think that's the that's the artist rendering with fucking greenery all over the, the roof of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think they secured the land there. Yeah. Um, so there there are positives, I guess. Mm-hmm. I know Vegas is definitely a, uh, a market they want to tap into. Mm-hmm. Whether the A's go there. Or an expansion team goes there. A team will be there. An MLB team will be in Vegas within the next three years, guaranteed. I'd go six because I don't know how you know how everything's going to go in terms of 
figuring out the because they still have to figure out the Rays too. Because for all we know, the Rays could up and move to Montreal. Now they don't want to pull the Rays out of Tampa. That's they've been known. Major League Baseball has made that known. They're not in Tampa. But if, that's the problem. Right, they're in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Out of the Tampa St. Pete area. Well, they don't want to pull my, them out there. My point was that I think that there will be expansion by 2025. Right. Okay. That's that's why they, I think. But they that still is. have to figure out the whole thing with with, with the Rays. Of course, and the A's. I mean, they do. They, I mean, even the Marlins really, but um, Marlins ain't going anywhere for whatever reason. I do they think that, that uh, in the in the really shitty area with no public transportation makes yeah. no sense. But uh, yeah, I mean, they'll figure it out, and uh, you know, I, I Manfred gets a lot more hate than he deserves, in my opinion. Um, it's not all him, too. You know what I mean? Like, right. Just, and he says that just, in the he talks about that in the article. I don't want to ruin it and give all the good quotes mm-hmm. away, but yeah, he does mention all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's the face of you know the front offices of no, right. he works. Baseball. He works for the owners. Yeah, yeah. And they gave him a very nice, nice contract. Oh yeah. I didn't realize he was getting as much as he was getting. Yeah. It says it in the article. All right, I'll definitely read that tonight. Um, <laughs> What's this money involved, Billy? What's not to be commissioner? <laughs> um, what what did you want to talk about next? You got anything else you want to talk about? There's, there's, I mean, there was so much that we missed a lot of. Um, obviously the fight anything big. between the the Angels and oh, Mariners. That's right. Yeah, um, it was a I mean, lot to unpack there. It was a fight, and it was the, it was it was an the, old well, school baseball brawl. Yes, I enjoyed it. I loved every second watching it, mm-hmm. but I do have what we will talk about this quickly. Um, yeah, you got it. You know, there were all the suspensions, and Phil Nevin was the one who got, you know, he got really the the shit end of the stick on these suspensions. He got, he got ten games. I don't know. I think the interpreter got the shit of the stick here. <laughs> what did he this do? Been an interpreter for two <laughs> what, games. What What did he do? I have no idea what he did. They They suspended the Spanish speaking interpreter. Yeah, on he, the he, Angels for two he games. Had, he had to have done something. Um. But so Phil Nevin it was he got you know the bulk of it. He got ten games because ten games, yep. They saw it as that he put in that pitcher with the intent of hitting Mariners batters. Right. Did you did you look into this at all? And at all when when I uh when I was telling you briefly, about it the other day? but it's it's been a couple of days, so all right, briefly. so in my opinion, I do think that it was deliberate to put him in there. Um, it was wrong. It was wrong of them to go after the Mariners. Um, you know, the Mariners, you, you hit, they hit Justin Upton in the, the Angels hit Justin Upton in the head a couple weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Then the Mariners retaliate, throw at Mike Trout. And then that should be it. It's over. That's it. It's done. And the Angels come back and they do all this. I, I think it was a coordinated attack, and it was wrong. So, so here's the PR reason. Yeah. Angels manager Phil Nevin has received a 10-game suspension for the intentional throwing by pitcher Andrew Wants or Wance, yeah, Wants. while warnings were in place. Mariners outfielder Jesse Winker, who got thro- thrown at, by the way. Mm-hmm. Has received a seven-game suspension for actions that caused the incident and for fighting. 
we mentioned Anthony Rendon earlier. He got five game suspension for his actions during the incident, which he literally was throwing punches. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and his is interesting. And for leaving the dugout while on the injured list, his suspension will be served when he returns from the injured list. So next year. Yep. In addition to the suspension, Rendon is prohibited from sitting on the bench for the Angels' next seven games. Yep. Uh, Angels assistant pitcher coach Dom Cheedy has received a five-game suspension. J.P. Crawford got five games for fighting. Now, J.P. Crawford came over the top throwing fucking haymakers. I mean, yeah, come dude. on. Only five games? Nah, that is, that's five games right there. I Winker got it. seven for getting plunked, first of all. Yeah, I mean, come on. They they see him. J.P. Crawford going fucking full on, full on fucking Harlem or fucking ghetto-ass shit over my, the top from the back. Now, my biggest issue is why did Julio Rodriguez get suspended if he was being held back the entire time yeah he was yeah he was that was weird two, he got two games uh he didn't deserve so any games let me ask opinion. you this though mm-hmm. and he got fucking buzzed up you know behind yeah. his head earlier the in got the first three, by the way yeah rizal iglesias got two yep phil Devin got 10 right yep angels bench coach ray montgomery received two who the fuck's managing mm-hmm. Those two games, I think it. What? Because their catching coach got a, got one game. Yeah, dude. And their like pitching coach got five. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah, it was uh, major, the hitting coach. Yeah. The hitting Angels coach, major league Jeremy Reed. Interpreter. Oh, jeez. Major league interpreter Manny Del Campo has received a two-game suspension. Like that's fucking wild. Uh, but I think we're missing the, the the funniest part of all of this. Yeah. Archie Bradley mm-hmm. go over the fucking railing. Oh, I didn't see this. He went over the railing and broke his right elbow. <sighs> Bradley will be shut down for throwing for at least four weeks before he starts the throwing program. <laughs> he broke his right here. elbow going over the top. There's no way. There's no way. I'm sending you the, I'm sending you the video right now. Dude, I would just—I would fucking release him. Uh, that's deserving a release. Are you kidding me? There's I, no fucking way. Go watch. Go watch it. How? How? How fucking dumb. He holds his arm. He gets up and holds his arm so low. Look how low he holds that right arm, dude. Is he a? F- <laughs> And I can t- I hear it's a job boy breakdown. I haven't even watched the full job boy breakdown. I have to. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> you didn't know what that? F- no, what a fucking moron though. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Dude, it's not funny to laugh at anyone's pain, but like, dude, tripped going over the top of the railing, breaks his elbow that for at least four weeks, at minimum, four weeks. So we get a brawl, like a legit brawl. An interpreter suspension and someone going over the top breaking an elbow. We had it all. <laughs> Your face says it all, dude. If I was an Angels fan, dude, I would be fucking losing my shit. We just went through probably the worst fucking two, three weeks of our franchise's history. Our two best players look like fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum going over for fucking 40 combined. 
just fucking MVPs can't fucking break their team out of a fucking slump. We get in fucking to a fight all on our own. We choose to do this. And then one of our shitty fucking relievers decides to hop the fence and break his elbow. Dude, it I would be... He wasn't even coming from the bullpen either. He was literally no, coming out of the dugout. the dugout. Dude, I would be fucking livid the as a fan. two-foot fence. I, I, I don't even know if I would be able to watch a game for a while if that ever happened to my... to If I was an Angels fan, dude. I it's would be... so bad. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> big Mets energy. Definitely big Mets energy. Massive Mets energy right there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the most Mets thing to happen. No idea you not to that. the Mets, dude. That is bad. Fuck. I had Archie no idea Bradley, you dude. didn't know about that. Dude, fucking played with shit in his pants for like seven innings one time, and now this. I mean, I forgot he shit his pants. <laughs> dude, Archie Bradley has got to be one of the sure most unlucky dudes in baseball history. <sighs> fucking yeah. hilarious. Wow. Wow. That's all I gotta say. I would be so fucking pissed off if I was there, if I was a fan of the At least they weren't wearing the City Connect jerseys, by the way, because those things are not good looking good look for the Angels. All right. Can you imagine breaking your elbow wearing a, a really bad City Connect jersey? Could not be the Brewers because those those are fire. They've they've grown on me. The uh, really Angels. You, are, are so, you, what, what what did you not like initially? Um, oh, oh! I thought, the I thought the Angels. Yeah, the Angels. Okay, they oh, they've grown on. I fucking love the Brewers. Oh, I fucking they fucking hit that one right on the head. I love it. The Brew Crew mm. with the grill patch on the sleeve too. Mm-hmm. Turned into. A, I need. I want that patch. Now, I'm not crazy about the hat, but so what? I what the I four, did one, this for MKE. Yeah, I. So I'm fine with the MKE because that. That's short Milwaukee, for Milwaukee. Right. That's the acronym, you know. Um, I don't like the way that it was like connected. It's it's a little too much on the hat. Like if it was just the the MKE, I don't know what this like the shit that is connecting it. You know I what like I'm talking the about? The MKE and the font. Yeah, I like if... the font. I like the. I love the baby blue, the powder blue dude with the yellow dude, and the dark blue. I feel like you can't go wrong with powder blue sometimes. That you can't. You can never go wrong with powder blue. Like Ole, Ole Miss won the College World Series. By the way, shout out to fucking shout out to the Rebs wearing powder blue. I mean, you can't powder, go wrong. Powder blue is it? Yeah, it's a bomb uni color. They killed it on the jersey. Not crazy about the hat. Um, right. And we've been very critical of these jerseys. Yeah. They killed it. They, they killed it on the jersey. They killed it. It's it's top three for me in jerseys. Yeah. Now. Yep. Um, so I, I changed the way that I went about it. So last time, you know, I went also, about it as if go on. No, real quick, because before you get into this, I'm just so glad they didn't go with the baby blue pants. I'm so glad they did regular white pants with this. See, that's when it's okay. Like look at the Phillies, the Cardinals. You know, when you go powder blue on powder blue, okay. that works. You could do blue on, you know, the light right. blue on the light blue. But when it's dark blue on dark blue, it's starting to look like a fucking MLB The Show, my created fucking team. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Diamond Dynasty uniform. 
These kids mm-hmm. wearing like fucking pink pants and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. No one wants to see that shit. Um, anyway, you, so you went last a different time, way. So what'd you do? So last time, right, I did the full, I went about it, you know, grading the whole, the full uniform. Instead, I changed it to, I did just jerseys and just hats. And I'll, I'll send them to you right now. I don't have them on my computer, so I can't share it. But, uh, so I did just jerseys, just hats. I do want to change my rankings a little bit. Um, I have to let things, you know, settle a little bit to, to get a little taste for them. But well, I mean, these are, these are relatively my, uh, my rankings. We can also, we can, we can review these within the next two weeks because I believe we're getting the Padres soon. Yes. That's where I was going to go next. And did you see the leak? Um, you sent, where'd you send it? Did you send it to me on Instagram? I think I sent it to you through Instagram. Cause I didn't really, really look at it. Let me see. They, there was a leak of the Padres City Connect uniforms. And our guy over at Deep Fryer Podcast, he is not happy, by the way. When I tell okay, you I this might be, this might have missed the mark by the farthest margin, I genuinely believe it. I think the Dodgers didn't miss the mark in terms of connecting to the city. I think it's just a stupid uniform, but this one completely missed the mark. From what I'm seeing, and it's ugly. I don't have a problem with it. Really? I love the colorway. I love that colorway. That is such a nice colorway. What the 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 mustard gold and the the the, the no the turquoise teal, or te- yeah turquoise teal. teal with the pink. Right, the colorway is great. Can't miss. So what do you not like about it? I just think adding the mustard gold with it, and I don't think it connects to the city. Well, I'm pretty sure the gold is the Padres gold. I think so, yeah. But when you when you bring in the neon like that. Why does it not connect with the city, though? I don't I've know, never connected San, I've never connected San Diego with the neon. Now, I, I don't really a, see it as from, neon. An article here from UniWatch. You think that this is neon? Uh, I wouldn't it, consider this neon. Close enough. I consider close enough. it more pastel Miami Vice. Yeah, a little. It's like yeah, a little South Beachy. So here, here's from from the an article from UniWatch from uh, t- from uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Looks like a pretty small minor league uni. No, the colors are apparently inspired by San Diego's Giant Dipper roller coaster, which has the teal and the pink. Um, due to make its on-field debut Friday, July 8th, and the full unveiling probably day this episode drops. Um, so I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's I can tell it's going to be one of those unis that either is you either love it or you hate it. There is no in-between. Just from the initial reaction. Giant. Um, not even pink and fucking green pink and teal it's red it's red and white cars on it oh maybe the cars i don't know i'm just saying the roller coaster itself why the they that would be the most specific fucking thing that'd be like yo let's detroit let's take the orange from the mustang of 1968 just the orange of the tailpipes 
the fuck do you pick in the cars of the fucking roller coaster? No, they're blue. Uh, found the picture here on the UniWatch logo. Uh, article. Oh, there you go. They're like tealy. Yeah, you say yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind it. I think they actually are gonna grow on me even more. I think I'm gonna end up liking them. Wow. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I'm really not. Yet, you also. What else didn't you like that you've changed your mind on? Nationals. Yeah, those grew on me a little bit. The Angels have clearly grown on you a little bit more. Not what? What? I don't think they're. I still don't think they're good. Where would you rate them now? Give me a one to ten scale. Not. In terms of rankings, just a not in our rankings, just a one to ten scale. What would you give them? A five two. Yeah, that's higher than you would say. Or well, what would you rank rank the fucking Dodgers and Giants then? I mean, the Dodgers is un- unoriginal, but it, it connects the city. Okay. The Giants, it connects the city again. It's just boring. Why doesn't the, Why doesn't the like Angels it. connect the city? I mean, it brings, gives off more surfing culture, but yeah, which I would picture is more San Diego. Not necessarily. It's California yeah, dream in Anaheim. Me either. Fuck sure. California. Shitty state. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what do you think? Of, so where would you rank the Brewers City Connect right now? He's the top three? The Brewers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, top three. Easy. Not even close. And the Potters are the last one we get this year, right? Yes. Yeah, Potters okay. are the last ones this year. All right. All I'm going to say is O'Neill Cruz for rookie of the year. <laughs> He's nasty, He's dude. Dude, 5-2 player at 6-7. Wait, okay, let's talk about that real quick. Okay, that's fine. Jake Mintz of Sesame's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. First, I love their content, but he dropped his list of five to a players. And you said it best. How is Otani on this list when he doesn't field? Oh, that was him? Yeah, yeah, Jake Mintz, yep. It wasn't, it was, surprisingly, it was not Ben Verlander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, five to a players. He had Otani, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Byron Buxton, Trey Turner, and Julio Rodriguez. Yeah, the only thing is the only issue I have is Otani. I have a little bit of a problem with Buxton. He's a fucking two two forty hitter, you know. Um, yeah. The tools, though, yeah, he's a five tool player. Right. Like outcome wise, he's not. Acted but, on it, yeah. Um, whereas Otani. You can't consider him a five-tool player because, I mean, to be a five-tool player and a pitcher, you would have to, like, dude, be elite, elite, elite defender. Like, crazy good for me to consider you a five-tool player. He's not a five-tool player. Now, it's this. Would you, would you put, for his, his instance, would you substitute out defense for pitching 
as the fifth tool because he is a special no, circumstance. You really that's that. that's not five tool though. That's not the. I agree. There, it is it is a terminology in baseball called the five tool player. That is the hitting for contact average, whatever you call it, whatever you want to call it, power, the throwing arm, speed, and defense. Would you put Lindor as a five tool player? He hasn't really shown that power lately. I mean, this he is the past couple of years, but I think it is <clears throat> in a top five. I mean, you're missing the two top guys. He's missing the two top five five tool players in MLB, which are Ronald Acuna Jr. Mm-hmm. and Fernando Tatis Jr. They are the right. top two five tool players in the major leagues right now, in my opinion, at least. Only one of them is in the major leagues right now. No, he's in the major leagues. He's just hurt because he likes to ride motorcycles, dirt bikes, and crash them. He plays plays bumper cars with fucking dirt bikes. Um, Yeah. I I mean, Trout, Betts, Trey Turner are obvious hits. Those are guarantees. Buxton, Julio Rodriguez, yeah, but. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, all I know is. If you don't buy soaps on Soapy Smelly, if you don't check out on the power play or from the tips, you kind of you, – you're mid. You're mid. That's really what it is. <laughs> if you don't subscribe, like, comment, rate, review. You're a pusillanimous. I'd, I'd say you're mid, too, you know. Pusillanimous. Um, if you don't follow us on socials, what are you doing? You, you just out of your mind there. Definitely Great pusillanimous. Content. You're loving this word, aren't you? <laughs> this, I'm gonna get, get you a shirt that says "Pusillanimous" on it. <laughs> no one would know what it meant unless you saw the meme. Uh, I would not wear yeah. a shirt that said "Pusillanimous" though, because I'm not a pusillanimous. <laughs> anyway, follow us on socials. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Yes, Five sir. stars on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh, you know. Reach out, reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear, what, what you want us to talk about, what kind of what kind of content you want to see on socials. You know, yeah. um, we're going to games. We want we want to put out the best content you guys have, uh, want to see. So, and if if you want to be part TikTok, of the show, let us know. If you want to be part of the show, send a voice message on Instagram if you want. Mm-hmm. DMs are it. open. Just don't be an idiot. That's all. No, be an idiot. I don't care. All right, plenty of idiots. I just idiot. ignore you. I don't give a shit. You're not worth my time. Just don't be a just don't be a bot. If you're an idiot and you say something stupid, you're not even worth my time. You're not you're probably not even worth your fucking mom's time. She's so disappointed in you. Just get yeah. up and do something. Make your mother proud, you fucking loser. Good night, baby. Episode 117 in the books. <laughs> Take a bitch. We out. Boom, boom. Peace. Peace. It's Tito made. Yee, yee, yee.